Stone Sports Network. Turn to the experts. Carrier. I get why the fan base is grumpy. That is one heck of a way to lose not only a basketball game, but to lose a series. I've seen a lot of fans being very angry and yelling for this and that, and others saying you're not being reasonable, blah, 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 back and forth. But they're really disappointed because these Jazz fans have invested a lot into their team, and the expectations were so high for this team. You start the series by winning two straight games, and then you drop four straight? After last year complaining about losing three straight and how much you had learned from that you go out and lose four straight that's a difficult thing for fans to absorb coach Kalani Satake with us what are you looking for in a starting quarterback is there some connective tissue there with players that have had success in your experience a lot of the things that you look for in a guy that can help you win games and I feel like we have three really good ones they're gonna have to figure out who's gonna be the starter because it's gonna come down to whoever earns it that's the only way I can function as a head coach is to give the starting jobs to the guy that deserves it so we're gonna go with that in mind and they know I feel really comfortable with them A-Rod does the whole coaching staff feels comfortable and the team feels comfortable with those guys and I'm really looking forward to them competing and getting better and with the competition hopefully all three get better but the, hopefully one of them would definitely stand out and then take that starting spot. The radio voice of the Utah Jazz. David Locke you've had a few days now to munch on how the season ended for the Jazz. What's the biggest reason why? The Clippers figured out how to play us without Mike Conley with a somewhat limited Donovan Mitchell and we never figured out how to play without Mike Conley. I know we were 16-5 and five without Mike Conley in the regular season but we weren't playing teams multiple nights in row and we did figure out how to play offensively without Mike Conley we never figured out how to defend without Rudy Gobert being the centerpiece of what we were doing if we're really honest about it that was a season-long issue trying to see if they could come up with an answer for that and evidently never found that answer Dale Murphy was here on the big show what do you think of the solution to strip search pitchers <laughs> at the request of the opposing manager you know I don't know if it's going to help it'll probably last about a month and then everybody's going to get tired of it. it should be a warning and they should not tell the guys when they're going to do it so no one knows when they're going to get checked you know someone who played in the 70s and 80s when you hear about foreign substances on the ball and the league all of a sudden wondering what's going on it does draw a chuckle from a lot of us i hit against and i had as a teammate gaylord perry there wasn't a substance known to man that gaylord didn't try bruce benedict goes to throw him out at second he can't hold on to the ball because it's so slick i get the ball out in center field i can't grip the ball there's so much stuff on it. Our infielders are having problems throwing guys out at first base and no one cared. From the Athletic he's our friend Sam Amick. Mike Conley's a free agent for the first time in his career. How big a factor would his health be in deciding whether or not you want to be in the Mike Conley business? You talk to your sports science people and, and just gather all the evidence that you want regarding his own personal history with injury and trying to essentially predict if you invest X amount of money, what percentage of the time can you reasonably expect him to be on the floor? Good luck getting that right, but he's coming off a very good year. I truthfully don't know what the market's going to be elsewhere for money for Mike. Age is always going to come into play, but to me, a hamstring, you know, it's going to recover, and they're obviously a lot better with him. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
1280 The Zone, it is the big show. Sounds of the Week brought to you by Syringa. Working from home or will a hybrid workforce get a powerful IT partner? Syringa Networks, call 385-420-7881 or visit syringanetworks.net. I'm Austin Horton, in for Jake Scott, here with Gordon Monson, live at the warehouse today. It's been a good Friday as it thus far, Gordon. Yeah, yeah, it's been fun. It's always good coming here. Are you kidding me? Comfortable chairs, comfortable, comfortable couches. This chair I'm sitting in is like, ah. They told me, because when I, I got here a little bit before you today, uh-huh. and I sat in that chair and they said, that's Gordon's chair. <laughs> Did they really? <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, it's not like that. But uh, if someone wants to come buy it for half of what it usually is, as I'm looking <laughs> at the cost there, then you'll have to surrender it. It's true. It's uh, Well, we've had that happen. Uh, we have. <laughs> that Jake, fact, Jake had a sofa. <laughs> Just sold right out from under him. Hey, guy, move. Well, we I mean, go. when, you, when you come to a store and you see something, you go, are you kidding me? Yeah, Give me that. Exactly. And that's all over I mean, this place. Yeah. yeah. I, well, it's about to get even better here on the show because our friend Jeremiah Jensen from KSL is going to join us right now on the Smart Rain guest line. And uh, I got to read uh, what Smart Rain is all about, Jeremiah. So uh, hold on for me while I... Uh, find that uh, in a second here. God, where did it go? Uh, in, the, smart... in the meantime, hopefully no one sells the chair I'm sitting in right now. <laughs> it's no mystery. Utah's in an extreme drought. That's why Smart Rain is the solution for any commercial property concerned about water consumption while managing irrigation smartly. Find out more at smartrain.net. How is your irrigation at your home, Jeremiah? Uh, I'm doing the best I can under the circumstances. I, I'm not going to lie. My, my lawn's not perfect right now, but... Uh... I got, I got, let's say, 90% green on my lawn. So wow. Considering the drought right now. Hey, I, I put a lot of work into it. So, so uh, yeah. So I have a question for you, and, and you've yeah. probably heard this question a thousand times, but i just curious to know, does anybody ever get you mixed up with uh, Robert Redford and the uh, <laughs> famous Jeremiah Johnson Oh, movie? I thought you meant, like, actual I, Bob Redford. Okay, all right. <laughs> He's that 92-year-old? So, uh, hopefully not, no. I mean, I'd like to be mistaken for him. I'd probably get some nice perks in my life. But, uh, no, I, I've been getting that all the time. I get Jeremiah was a bullfrog all the time. You know, I've heard oh, yeah. him all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jeremiah Johnson, I get often, sure. Uh, as I've said. Be I mean, I wish I was as tough as, as the mountain man. So, I take that as a compliment. Uh, I'll just say that uh, Jeremiah – uh, was a bullfrog. It was a joy to the world. Is that song called? Yes. As I yep. told Jake, the most overplayed song in the history <laughs> of pop music. I don't disagree with you. I don't think it's a great song. Oh, come uh, on. Have you ever heard of uh, uh, any Beatles song ever? No, no. Okay. I'm just, I'm just I'm, I'm, okay. First of all, don't be doing that to me. Second this of all, going to turn into a pretty heated classic <laughs> no, debate. No, no, Jeremiah, I want to hold your hand. No, no. I'm just telling you that when that song came out, Jeremiah was a bullfrog that enjoyed the world. They played it nonstop. Uh-huh. I'm just telling uh-huh. you. Yeah, maybe you had to actually live through that experience. Probably it was, so. It was before your time. I've but. only ever heard it when I've been made to play it as band of the day. Yeah. <laughs> so. uh, Jeremiah, let's talk about things that uh, we've beaten to death, but we haven't heard your take on it. The jazz. Yeah. What in the heck? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I'd love to give people some kind of explanation for what we saw. I was down there. I was in L.A. for games um, three and four and six, and I, I'm sitting there watching game six, 
And I'm thinking, oh, man, they got this in the bag. They're up 25, and what a great performance. They're going to really make this happen. They're going to send this series back to Salt Lake City for Game 7, and you know, they finally overcome some of these issues. They figured it out because there's no way they're going to blow a 25-point lead. Then you go, hey, you're totally beating the Clippers without Kawhi finally. Well, I was wrong. I mean, it was unbelievable to watch that happen. And the truth is what we witnessed in the playoffs, long-term may be a good thing because the Jazz weaknesses were exposed. They're just not quite ready to be a contender yet. There's something missing, and I think it's going to be the challenge of the Jazz front office to figure that out. Now, I don't think they need to blow anything up. I don't think anybody needs to be fired, but clearly they're not there yet. They've got to figure it out. And I think that I don't, do I know what they have to do? I have no idea. That's what they get paid the big bucks to do, but something is missing and they've got to figure it out. Jeremiah, um, what, okay. You said you don't know what it, it is, but what do you suspect that it is? I think it's a lack of athleticism and versatility. Mm, yep. So, that's the problem, but fixing it is difficult because everybody in the NBA wants to get better athletically. They want to get longer. So you're competing with 29 other teams to try to achieve the same thing. So how do they get there? I don't know. Do they have to trade somebody on this roster to get what they're looking for? They might. They need to be open to that. I mean, if you look at teams that have won the championship, or let I me mean, just look at the Bucks this year. They went out and got Drew Holiday, who's a more athletic, bigger, stronger point guard. Uh, two years ago, the Toronto Raptors rolled the dice and traded DeMar DeRozan, who was a franchise favorite, for Kawhi Leonard. It was a bold move, but I won him a championship. So what do you have to do to get to the next level? You have to make a bold decision, and the Jazz might have to do that, which means they have to look at everything. And, and maybe even trading some of these fan favorites that are on the roster, one of them. I don't know what that is, but they need to, find, they, they need to be willing to make a bold move this offseason to take that next step. So the three of us uh, are in agreement about versatility and athleticism, especially on the defensive end. But let me play devil's advocate for just a moment here with you, Jeremiah, as we talk about Mike Conley's future and that decision looming. The Jazz were the best record in the NBA. They they won the, they were the best seed in the West. Obviously, they took care of the Grizzlies. They were up 2-0 on the the Clippers, and then Donovan's ankle and Mike Conley's hamstring uh, did hamper the team and keep them down where they uh, below where they should have and could have been. That in mind, if they is it an open and shut decision that if Mike Conley wants to come back, the Jazz should do everything they they can to get him the money he wants or is that hamstring maybe uh looming over that decision i've thought a lot about this this you know since since the season ended and i think that the jazz have a tough situation here and i think mike conley's got a decision to make as well but i'll start with this if if mike conley walks as a free agent and you get nothing back are you better or worse the answer is worse so i think the jazz need to do what they can to sign him because they don't have a way with their cap situation, to replace him. So if they lose Mike Conley, they take a step backwards instead of forwards. Okay, then the next question is, does Ryan Smith, is he willing to pay a luxury tax penalty to keep Mike Conley? Because you you're probably looking at two years, $40 million. Okay, so, and you're gonna have to, you might end up doubling that with luxury tax penalty. So that's a pretty expensive uh, free agent signing there. So that's a big decision to make. And then you have Mike's decision. Maybe Mike doesn't want to come back. Maybe Mike has some other maybe, – maybe he has another place he wants to go, another place he wants to live. Maybe he wants a bigger long-term contract that the Jazz can't offer. 
Maybe he's not worried about the money. Maybe he wants to go somewhere else where he thinks he has a better chance to win a championship, and he's willing to sign for less. I have no idea where Mike is on that. But I think there's three different factors there that come into play on whether or not Mike Conley will be back. If I'm the Jazz, I do everything I can to bring him back because losing him makes it worse. But the Jazz, you know, they're not, they're not in control of what Mike's doing. So we'll see what Mike thinks. But my answer there is the Jazz need to re-sign Mike Conley. Jeremiah, what do you think of the grumbling about what happened with Rudy Gobert in a small ball situation? What uh, what do you make of that? So I, I, I kind of feel for Rudy, because, and I, I think you guys, when you're listening to Locker clean out interviews there, I think you got a sense that Rudy was pretty upset. Rudy was more testy than he's ever been, in my recollection, with local media when asked certain questions. I, I think the way that the narrative built around him in that series really ticked him off. And if you're looking back on what happened, was Rudy his best? Probably not. But was Rudy put in a really bad spot because the other four, four of his teammates were playing awful defense and put him in a bad spot? Absolutely. So Rudy was put in a really tough spot, and he was made to look bad. So I get a sense and understand why he might be upset and might be frustrated. Another thing the Jazz have to look at is our perimeter defense was so poor. Do we need to sacrifice a little bit of shooting to get a little bit tougher and more physical on the perimeter in the wings and help Rudy out a little bit? Because you can't go into another series like that where you, where, where you're put, where you put Rudy on an island. You've got to be better. You've got you to be better perimeter-wise keeping guys in front of you. And, and they probably need to go out and get a small ball five so that they don't put Rudy in a bad situation like that as well. Again, what do we talk about? Athleticism, versatility. I think you learn a lot from this Clippers series about what you have to do moving forward. But Rudy has every right to be upset with the way that series played out and the narrative that was built around him. I thought it was unfair. Couldn't agree more. And you mentioned maybe go get a small ball five. Well, that would mean, as you previously noted, probably moving on and trading uh, one of the fan favorites maybe ever in this franchise's history, Derek Favors. Do you think that Derek Favors uh, has lost a step, J.J., or did he just have a bit of a down finish to the year? No, I think this was all season long. You saw him laboring. You didn't see the athleticism that we used to seeing from Derek. And it's tough to say. We all love Derek, um, and he's been so great for this franchise for a decade, and his, his name is going to be all over the Jazz record books. But, again, I talk about making bold decisions. I just don't think he delivered enough in that position as a backup five, and he lacks the versatility that you need moving forward. He lacks the athleticism at this point in his career that you probably need out of that position. So he's under contract, so he may be back because of that reason. Mm-hmm. But I think if you have an opportunity to find somebody that has a little bit more versatility and athleticism at that position, you probably need to make a tough decision. And uh, I know for a lot of Jazz fans that, that hurts to say, but you're, you're, in the, you're in the winning business, you're in the championship business, then you have to make those decisions. Jeremiah, I know you, ha- you do this because it's part of your job, but would you, I guess, if it weren't part of your job, be watching the rest of the NBA playoffs now. Is it Austin has said that it hurts him a little bit to uh, to tune in. What do you what do you make of that? Um, I I'm a fan of basketball and uh, guys, I think this postseason has been awesome. Um, some people are grumbling like, well, LeBron's out, nobody's going to care. You know, Steph Curry and the Warriors aren't there, no one's going to care. I, the ratings, uh, as as somebody who's in this side of the business that follows ratings, the ratings have been really good. And there's some excitement um, with some of these players. Trey Young's an exciting player. 
He dropped 48 points in the in the game one. And you're looking at, at Devin Booker is an exciting player. Uh, you're getting a chance for a lot of people are getting a chance to get exposed to players that they maybe not have been exposed to. And you look at all the great games that we've watched. I know it hurts for Jazz fans, but from a national perspective, um, the comeback that the Clippers made, I think a lot of people enjoyed watching that, unfortunately. Um, those are the kind of things that excite people. They want to see drama. They want to see greatness. And I think they're seeing all that in this playoffs. Awesome. I, I, I don't like the fact that the postseason has been every other day, but from a viewer standpoint, it's been good. But I think it's been bad for the league. But other than that, I think this has been a great postseason for the NBA, and I've enjoyed it. Austin said it earlier that uh, if the Clippers come back from a two-zip deficit again, <laughs> three straight times, it had only happened once before, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And never twice and never three times. <laughs> yeah, it's great. See, there, there's another first. I mean, there's some things – we're seeing things that you don't normally see. And there, the, the other thing about this is – you guys know this. I mean, how – this is the first time – and this is the first time the NBA Finals will not feature Steph Curry or LeBron James since 2010. Mm-hmm. So you've had a whole decade of the same two guys in it every year or every other year, whatever. I'll throw the Spurs in there, too. Everyone got bored with the Spurs. You have an opportunity, finally, to see somebody other than that. And I think that's exciting, too. There's – there's this feeling of unpredictability, not knowing who the champion is going to be, not knowing who's going to win one game or another. I mean, the Clippers are a great example. We've left them for dead three straight series, and here they are. They get one more win here, and it's evened up. And, you know, it's just crazy how unpredictable this postseason has been. It's made for a lot of drama. And what do we like to watch on TV? Whether it's sports or not, we love drama. I'm not sure you're making jazz fans feel any better because I know. Uh, the opportunity was wide open. But that's the way it goes. That's what hurts the most about, I mean, I'll say this from a jazz perspective. This was such a golden opportunity. And how many more opportunities are you going to get before Donovan Mitchell's a free agent to have a chance to win a championship? I mean, you think because Donovan's 24, 25 years old that there's this wide open window to win championships. That's not the case. That's not how the NBA works anymore. And so this was an opportunity. This was a year that the jazz could have done it. And the realization that they're not there yet is really, really painful for Jazz fans. All right, uh, as we let you go, once upon a time, I believe you had plans to cover the Olympics in Tokyo. I assume that's changed? Those plans are still intact. I am going getting on a plane on July 16th. I have no idea what I'm about to get myself into. <laughs> um, the, the restrictions are very, very strict, but they are allowing us as an NBC affiliate to send a crew there. And just like we planned a year ago, we are headed out there. And cool. uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out with all the restrictions, only half-filled arenas, no international fans. But the athletes are going to put on a show, and it's going to be fun to be a part of it. So I look forward to uh, sharing what stories we can out there in Tokyo. It's going to be an adventure. Have you ever been to Japan before? Never. Hmm. And, Gordon, that's why I'm upset, because I'm going to Tokyo. I'm not going to get to see it. He can't go anywhere. He's going to see have, the, the Tokyo version of the Doubletree. Uh, really? <laughs> I mean, I'm basically staying at the equivalent of a Marriott hotel in Tokyo, and I'm going to be there the whole time. So you might as well be in downtown Salt Lake. You've been to Tokyo? I've been to a hotel lobby in Tokyo for <laughs> yeah. 17 Let days. Let me tell you yeah. about my trip to Tokyo. The room service was great. Well, oh, uh, safe travels, and we look forward to your local coverage on that. I think that's so great that we will have – uh, great uh, journalists like yourself there uh, on the ground and attached right here at KSL. 
We'll look yeah, forward I'm looking to watching forward that. to that, and uh, thanks for having me on, guys. Always fun. Appreciate it. All right. The best. JJ, Jeremiah Jensen of KSL TV, Sports Beat. You know him. You love him. Jeremiah Johnson? Jensen. Johnson? No, he's he's a mountain man at heart. <laughs> he is from Wyoming, but uh, he's not the – do you know that that is Robert Redford's favorite movie out of his career? It is? Yep, because he put his own money into it. And it didn't do very well, and he nearly died making the thing. You know, I'm, he, I, it was the Revenant before the Revenant. I, he almost uh, died doing it. I, am, I nearly met Robert Redford when he was filming that. I, and I almost married uh, Topanga. <laughs> what? What? That's so relative. I nearly met Robert Redford once. He was right. He was right from me to you, and uh, and, I met, and I didn't. I didn't so this meet. is a story about you not meeting Robert Redford. Kind of, yeah. A story all of us have. Because uh, Megan, have you met Robert? No, I've never met Bob. Eric, have you met Bob? No, I've okay, I've so never met. Okay, so we Robert all have Redford. that story. We all we have all almost once met Robert Redford. One time at Seven <laughs> Eleven, he was like right in front of me, and I thought, man, he looks alive. a lot like Robert Redford. Maybe I should say hello, but. <laughs> yeah. He he bought his pack of smokes too quick and walked out. He, uh, big, like, he, big gulp in Marlboro. He and sat on Bob a, was out. He sat on a uh, a ski lift in the uh, in the chair in front of me. Yeah, once. You can't help yourself, man. No, I did. All right. My my sister uh, had association with him though. Well, that might require some clarification for your sister's association. sake. Association. That could be anything. No, not like that. Come on. Not All right. That. Okay. Clayton, have you ever had an association <laughs> with Robert Redford, or you, like everyone else, uh, nearly, may, maybe once, maybe possibly didn't see him? I, I never have, but yeah. I'm going to give uh, Darn. I'm going to give Monson the benefit of the doubt. I've never been within you know two feet of the guy either, so he's uh, he's one up there. Yeah, it sounds like Gordon chickened out though if he was that close to my him. sister worked for Robert Redford, and that's how I. <clears throat> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, now, uh, Clayton, uh, we've got incredible deals you've been talking about all day, the adjustable bases, which I really don't understand. People that don't have an adjustable base uh, bed, I think they are afraid of how much it costs. Well, no longer. That's not a problem here at the, the warehouse, is it? It's exactly, it's exactly right. And And guess what? Here at the warehouse, if you, if you want to get into an adjustable base, we can talk about the benefits. Um, you know, if you can if you can lift your head up and stop snoring, or if you can lift your feet up and relieve and relieve some pressure off of your feet, your your lower back, and help some swelling go down after a long day of work, it's worth it. Invest in your body, start taking care of your of your of yourself, and start sleeping right. And guess what? You're not going to spend $5,000. You're not even going to spend $4,000. At the warehouse, we've talked, about it, we've talked about it all day. I've hit it four times. I'll hit it again. You can get for under 1000 at $899. You can get a queen adjustable base and a mattress. You buy the base, I give you for free the mattress. And not just queen. I also have a solid king adjustable base. It's head up, foot up. All the bells and whistles, all of them. Two massaging massaging zones, USB connecting chargers on both sides, his and hers, two on each side. That's four total charges. 
LED lights on the bottom just in case something falls under the bed. Click of a button, you can see where it is. With the remote, it also has a flashlight. And guess what? At the warehouse this weekend, you come in and buy the solid team uh, base at $38.99. And I also give you that free king-size mattress. Come in and see Mike for details or Matt for that much. And like I said, everyone in my house at the Curl Home sleeps on an adjustable base. It's a life changer, yeah. 1280, uh, it is. Multiple people at 1280 Zone have come in and they bought from us. It's, it, there's a reason behind it. It's really important. And, and like you said, often, you're not going to come break the bank. You're not going to come spend crazy money. And guess what? Look it up on the Internet. I'm not talking crazy talk. You can find these things for $7,000, $6,000. I'm half that price. At $38.99, you get the base and a free mattress. Let's say you don't need a mattress. Let's say you got an offer on awesome mattress. The stimulus check came in. You went in. You got a cool mattress. Forget the mattress. Throw the old box screens away that you got at a garage show when you were 24 and you, you and your wife <laughs> had forever. Take out the slats. Keep the awesome bed that you have that's probably mahogany wood. It was a hand-me-down. Cool. Keep it. You can't get rid of anything. That's fine. Keep that bed. Come get the adjustable base. And if you don't have a mattress, I'll throw it in for free. $38.99 on the king size, $8.99 on the queen. And like I said, we have the split, the his and the hers. So let's say your husband starts snoring or your wife starts snoring or your partner in that case. In the middle of the night, you grab their remote, bump them up a little bit. They stop snoring. You want the solid? You want the split? We have multiple options. Come in. Give us a chance. We would love to earn your business. Boom. Boom. 1825 South, 300 West. 1825 South, 300 West here in Salt Lake. Clayton, we'll do it one more time before the end of the show. Thank you. All right, buddy. Take care. That's Clayton at the warehouse. We're live here. We got jazz gear. Swing by, grab yourself a piece or two, uh, and uh, have a good time. And it's not just sectionals. It's not just beds. If you need, if you've got a household need, I guarantee they have it or can get it for you. Eighteen twenty-five South, three hundred West. Come on down here and check out the warehouse. We'll have more up next here on the big show. Stay tuned later. Twenty seconds of baseball, which this week might be up to thirty. <laughs> we'll see. It's the big show right Two here on minutes. the on the zone. Utah's highest rated, most listened to sports radio afternoon show. I grind every day just so I can live a better life. This is The Big Show, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Shake that back, punk! What's the name of this band? Migraine? I I, I have no Who wrote clue. this song? The Tylenol Company? Austin, you have no idea the YouTube rabbit hole I've been down this afternoon. <laughs> uh, this is the S-I-D-H Shake That Bagpipe. Shake That Bagpipe. <laughs> what have what have you what have you wrought here, Gordon Monson? Look, it's not that complicated. How about a little Gaelic music? You know, it doesn't have to be 
It doesn't have to be Led Zeppelin on the bagpipes, you know? Just a real calming Look, kind of bagpipe music. You said contemporary. Well, I, I, did, I just didn't, didn't mean the Scottish Army march that he had originally. This is the music equivalent of dropping acid. How would you know? I wouldn't, but I imagine this is how it feels. I, I, I feel like I have to. I'm compelled to grab some glow sticks and just swing them around. And, yeah, and legitimately, Gordon, I have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about because I've been through like Look. all three different types of bagpipe music on, today, and I still don't have the right Megan one. Megan knows exactly what I'm talking about, don't you? Yeah. That, ah. kind of, that, kind of <laughs> that was a less than convincing <laughs> nod. She's like, oh, I don't want to be the third person to gang oh, up wait, on wait, Gordon. Come on here for a second, Megan. I want to I hear your opinion on this. All right, that's enough, There's, Eric. No, I'm going to <laughs> be in jail if this continues any longer. All right, Megan, you know exactly what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Thank you. It's that calming kind of bagpipe music. Isn't that Not- the first thing I played? No, yes. no, that was that, that was is as traditional and you said, as it is. Yeah, but that was traditional. That's we, not what I'm talking we about. We need contemporary. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Mainstream bagpipes. Wait, describe what I'm talking, that, what I'm saying. Yeah, please. Good luck. That's bagpipes aren't really mellow. What? Bagpipes aren't mellow. Correct, Meg. Your what, move, Gordon. What I played, the first <laughs> song I played was literally called, like, Highland Laddie. Yeah. Like, that, not, like that is as traditional as it gets, Yeah. Dude, I don't know what you're talking about. Eric, that was too traditional. You know? Oh, you are impossible. <laughs> the man is, right. but he hasn't produced the show because he's been <laughs> looking for something that doesn't exist. He's been searching out the no. unicorn of bagpipes. Will some one of our listeners please <laughs> talk to us? Let these guys know what I'm talking about. If it's anyone's a, still listening, I love you. <laughs> it's the real melodic kind of bagpipe music that sounds like Gaelic or Celtic music, you know? That is the first thing I played for you, <laughs> no, Gordon. No, no, that was too traditional. That was the man <sighs> like the like the, like they're the, That's uh, a the... freaking bagpipe. <laughs> All right, I give up. You know, I have a, a thing that's on my Twitter account that says what we have here is a failure to communicate and that's what we have here. And, okay, and that's your opinion. My opinion is what we have here is you're caught in the fact that there no, is no such thing as what you're asking no, for. No, there is. There is. And most of our listeners know exactly what I'm there talking about. There is absolutely not, Gordon. I'm sorry, but I have watched <laughs> YouTube doesn't know what they're talking about. I have watched legitimately <laughs> seven different videos today of, like, Celtic music. That I'm, I have typed in this Celtic Thunder band you've told me to look Celtic for. Thunder. Their one song that they have on YouTube doesn't even have a bagpipe in it, Gordon. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, I, I tell you, our listeners, please, hey, at Gordon Monson, please send me this now. Yeah, please do. At Austin Horton. No, at yeah. Lloyd Colzone. <laughs> and and t- just explain that, that this music that I'm describing exists. It's real soft, kind of soothing, kind of. Are you thinking of Enya? No. There's no bagpipes there. Huh? No. All right, never mind. But if somebody just. To prove that I'm not going crazy and I haven't lost my mind completely, someone confirm what I'm saying here, if you would, with me. Please. He's begging. 
Did you say that musician's name was Ryan Kelly? Ryan Kelly. And he plays the bagpipes or is someone? We cannot hear that person. Oh, Celtic Thunder, Ryan Kelly, yeah. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan Kelly, Kelly it's the, Celtic, <laughs> Celtic it, Thunder. It's some guy in a basement playing a bagpipe <laughs> on a TikTok, and you think it exists. All, All right, right. we got to tell you about something worth your time. 1660, <laughs> every day at 130, uh, Hans and Scotty will announce another member of the top 60 college football players in the state of Utah as we count you down to the start of the season. It's the top 60 and 60 Presented by Cypress Credit Union and Icon on 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Coming up next, a bagpipe-free segment for the love of golly. 20 seconds of baseball on the other side here on The Zone. Oh, that be much better. The top 60 and 60 is back on The Zone Sports The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. I'm Austin Horton in for Jake Scott today here with Gordon Monson live at the warehouse. 1825 South, 300 West here in Salt Lake City. Price is so low it will blow your mind. And it's funny because the copy that that we read from that says price is so low it will blow your mind has like four L's. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't on purpose, but that is the emphasis. It will blow your mind. (laughs) Okay. That's Kurt's typo actually working out for the I first think that's time in probably his career. What he meant. You think you think mm-hmm. Kurt Thomas did it on purpose? <laughs> I think so. Nah, I, maybe. I guess I'll give him the benefit of a, of the doubt. Emphasis on the last word there. All right. Uh, for more than twenty five years, Peach Building Products has been providing superior quality windows, doors, and customer service to the Wasatch Front. Call them today at eight zero one five six six twelve fifty five. For all of your window and door needs, they sponsor 20 Seconds of Baseball. Eric, fired up 20 Seconds of Baseball. And now it's time for 20 Seconds of Baseball with the big show's Austin Horton right here on the Zone Sports Network. The Philadelphia Phillies pitcher Aaron Nola struck out 10 straight against the New York Mets. He ties the MLB record for doing so. Gordon forgot there was a Phillies pitcher earlier when he brought that up. The Boston Red Sox pulled their pitcher who had a no-hitter last night. Go ask him figure about why. The Bees hosting Vegas tonight at 6.30 here on The Zone. And the verdict? Very good. That you was forgot. really good. Very you, concise. the Phillies fan, yeah, I know. couldn't remember it was a Phillies pitcher that yeah. struck out 10 people. True. You got me on that. Tied one. Tom Seaver yeah. for uh, most consecutive strikeouts. All right. Uh, as we wrap up the 5 o'clock hour, let's get out to Clayton from the warehouse, Clayton Curl. We're live today, 1825 South, 300 West here in Salt Lake. Clayton, uh, you've been blowing our minds with price, low prices all day. People, uh, they may not be able to get out here tonight, but you guys are open all weekend long. That's right. We've talked about five deals today. I'm going to go over them again. These deals I will honor through Tuesday, so if you can't come out tonight, don't worry about it. We'll be here on Saturday, Monday, Tuesday as well. The five deals are the Solid Queen Adjustable Base with a purchase of the base at $899. i am going to give you a free 
queen size mattress. Regularly, $18.99. We're doing it for $8.99. Half price, buy the base, get the free mattress. If you need a queen bed to go with that, come in and pay $11.99, and you get the bed, the mattress, and the base. The third deal is a 10 by 9 sectional. I have six different color options in stock. Come in, buy it, take it today. Sectional, regularly $22.99. I'm $12.99 on the sectional. Sofa and love seats, stationary set, regular price $24.99, $12.99 through Tuesday. And, of course, the solid king adjustable base, all the bells and whistles, head up, foot up, massage, two massaging zones with the four USB charging zones on his and her side with LED lights. Thirty-eight ninety-nine. Come in and see the deal with Mike with the free purchase of uh, with the free mattress on the purchase. And of course, we also have different sizes, different mattress op- options, and anything you need for your furniture or home needs. Appreciate you guys. We would love to earn your business. Yes, we are open during construction. Come in, see us. Let us save you money. And I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. Boom. Me too, Clayton. Be safe, and uh, thanks for having us out as always. Yeah, as you look around this place, Gordon, uh, he mentioned the sectional deals, the adjustable bed deals, but really, people, there's everything here. They have clocks, they have decor, they have sheets, which, by the way, I might be having to buy another set of sheets. We love those sheets yeah. so much. Well, then uh, get some more. Uh, well, you know, is that a acceptable anniversary gift, bed sheets? Uh, or should I have something else? Megan said, yeah, that's good. It's good, but that's not complete. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm talking to the wrong guy. No, no. Can't get, run out and no, buy a Porsche. No, no. Get that, hey, get, happy 8th. <laughs> get that sofa right over there in addition to. Look. Or maybe like the dinette set over there. The adjustable bed and the mattress. Uh, we've got the what, the king in, in the master bedroom. Maybe we ought to take advantage of this queen deal. I remember when for I the guest room. I remember when I first asked you about that adjustable bed you bought from here. This was off air. It was, and you said it exact. You told me just talking, not on the air. Yeah. You said it was the best decision of your life. Yeah, and then I added the caveat. Except for marrying her wife. My wife. Yeah. And, it's and wife, so, bed, child. And so yeah. what did I do? <laughs> I ran over to the warehouse and bought myself an adjustable bed. And? Love it. Best decision of your life. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get us both in trouble here. Uh, it is the Porsche of beds without the Porsche price here at the warehouse. Yeah. It's absolutely uh, incredible. But it's not just that. They've got anything you need. Come down and check it out. You'll save money and still get what you need. All right, coming up in the 6 o'clock hour, we'll get back into more of a talk about the jazz. We'll get into some college football discussion as well. Don't forget the bees are coming your way at 6.30 on 12.80. We will continue the big show on 97.5 up till 7 o'clock, and uh, we'll go from there. Uh, More of the big show up next on The Zone.